Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Pink Pearls and Curls Positivity Parlor, where all of the positive patties and Peters are welcome. So we're excited to bring you another episode, as I've been telling you that this week we have been definitely talking about our relationship and building up into the time where we, um, where our actual anniversary is, which is next week, Sunday. Um, we have been married for just five years, but we have been together for 10 and our experiences combined um, together makes it feels like we've been married for 20 years. Um, so yeah, you guys have definitely been enjoying uh, learning a lot about what what we do and how we are outside of what you know us as. So I think I'm going to keep on this wave because you guys are really enjoying this. Um, Okay, so this episode, we're going to jump in, and I know that um, a lot of you had questions about the last episode, I Am Married to a Pastor, so I'm going to follow up in this episode, and this episode is going to be called Maintaining Your Virtue as a Pastor's Wife. Um, Yeah, because you have your own virtue and your own ministry to maintain while you are married to a pastor while he has his things to do you still have a part to play and you have your own ministry and role in your actual respective ministries so we're getting ready to get into it don't forget to follow us on um, instagram at lady nate evans um like our facebook page uh at pink pearls and curls go ahead and check out our youtube channel at pink pearls and curls um and those are just some of the forums that we are on we're getting ready to jump into our topic today looking forward to speaking with you another week Hey, 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 we're jumping into our topic for this week. As I said, you guys have been like loving to learn more about us um, outside of who you know us as and who we are. So our topic for this week is maintaining your virtue as a pastor's wife. And of course, we have three pearls of wisdom. The first pearl is that you get caught up in the work. Okay, I don't want to get into deep until it's time for it second pearl of wisdom take God with you everywhere that you go and the last pearl of wisdom is that self-care looks different for everyone it looks different for everyone all right so we are jumping into our topic maintaining your virtue as a pastor's wife here we go pastor's wife you get caught up in the work and you forget that you have your own ministry and your own relationship with God to maintain so you really need to check yourself um and just do as (laughs) my husband says 
station and identification. Check in with yourself every now and then just to make sure that you're not getting so caught up in the work that you're actually forgetting what it is you're supposed to be doing. Take a step back. um, Evaluate what's happening in your life and in the situation and make sure that you are indeed doing what you set out to do. So I say that because um, as children of God and Christians, we uh, we tend to do a lot of things, okay? And we do a lot of things to maintain the ministry. We do a lot of things to maintain ourselves, but we need to make sure that what we're doing is actually, well, number one, in the will of God. And number two, what we're doing is actually edifying the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so many times I see just people doing things, just busy Christians. You're just busy. You have a lot of things going on, but are you really, um, you know, heeding to the call? And what is the call? We're supposed to go out and compel those to come in, right? Are we really doing community work? Are we going out, reaching out to the communities? Are we living a life that is pleasing to God? Um, if you, if I go to your job, do people know that you're saved? Do people know that you live above reproach? Do people know that? And it's crazy. You'll be surprised how many people, um, it, when, when, when they tell people that they go to church, folks are surprised. Um, just recently I started a new, um, job and when folks really started finding out that I am married to a pastor, um, it wasn't a surprise, right? I live a life that is one pleasing to God. And two, I live a life before people that are, that are not Christian that are not saved, that they understand that there is a difference in me and they want to serve the God that I serve, right? So that's how I made my mind. I don't get caught up in the work. I understand that there is a standard that I must live, you know, um, and that I must meet. Actually, is what I should say. Um, there's a standard that I must meet. And uh, I understand the standard. I have internalized the standard. These are um, words that I use at work. Um, and this, the standard is, is not far from me. So when people do find out, you know, that I go to church and things like that, it's not, it's not a surprise. And when, when it's a surprise, you, you need to really check yourself. You, I'm not sure. So I'm getting, I'm going off topic a little bit, but I think it's important just to name that right there. Um, but getting caught up in the work, we're doing everything else besides making sure that we're compelling people to come in. And the reason why I was going into that is because we want to compel people with our lives. Sometimes your life is the testimony that people see. I went through many things before people. There was a job that I was on, like right when I was coming back into Christendom, I had grew up in church, but I kind of like straight away when I came back into Christendom, people saw the difference. They saw the difference. They saw how I stopped doing the things that I used to do. And I began to change. Um, People see the difference now. Oh, you drink? No, I don't. Oh, you smoke? No, I don't. You can't get mad at me if I go to happy. I'm going to go to happy. Sometimes there is a fellowship piece of work that you want to go, you know, you want to go to. So after work, if all of my coworkers are going out, I'll, I'll go out with them if there's food. I'm not going to be sitting up at a bar 
do no absolutely not but if we're going to a restaurant I'll go to a restaurant with them and I'll sit amongst the people and they're gonna I'm not drinking I'm not in filthy communication I'm not you know doing anything that I'm not supposed to be doing anything that if somebody took a camera and recorded me um is something that I would be embarrassed about no I'm just fellowshipping with my coworkers because that's important. You need to get along with the people that you work with. Um, but these are the ways that I uh, don't get caught up in the work. And I make sure that I'm living a life that's pleasing to Christ. And I make sure that I'm living and I'm meeting the standard that is required. Um, there are a lot of things that we should be doing and we can't pick and choose um, the things that we do and the things that we don't do. But one thing is for sure that my life should testify. My life should be a living testimony for those that I am around and those that I work with. So we want to make sure that we are not getting caught up in the work and we make sure that we understand that what we're doing each and every day is not far off from what our actual assignment is. So this is my favorite topic of them all. Um, taking God with you everywhere that you go. And I kind of segued into this topic a little bit uh, prior to this. Um, the in Caught Up in the Work. Uh, first pearl of the day. So yes, um, take God with you everywhere that you go. And it doesn't mean that you're being overly deep about you know your Christian life. It just means that I, as a mom, as a pastor's wife, as a daughter, as a sister, I have a lot of roles, right? And so I don't really get a lot of time to spend alone. I don't. Um, a lot of time that I'm spending, uh, my kids are around, my husband is around. So um, some part, somebody in uh, some part of my family is around and I'm not often alone. Um, before I had children, I was alone quite a bit because when my husband would be at work I would be home or you know sometimes we would be separated a little bit and I would have more chances to be alone and to get those frequent naps that I so desperately desire (laughs) throughout the day but um I'm not often alone but I take God with me in every place that I go so I could be doing um work on my computer And say I have my headphones in my ear and some worship song has come on and I just begin to bless the Lord. I just took the Lord while I was doing my work. Right. I just invited him in Um, when I'm in the shower. And this is the time when a lot of people really uh, get um, intimate with God when they are in the shower, Um, because it's such an intimate time with you and the Lord. And it's a time that you can really just dove in with God and it's you and the water's running and you can get into a worship and there's nobody else there um so in the shower is another good time to really meet the Lord and maintain your virtue um early in the mornings while everybody is sleeping during this summer I got up and prayed quite often um 
it was, you know, my mind was free. I, I needed to release some things before I went and walked into this new season um, that I am in now. I wanted to get some things off of me um, that tried to be put on me, um, whatever doors that I might have opened that I needed to close. I, I needed to get in prayer about that. Um, and that's another thing. You better pray. You need to pray that whatever doors that you might have opened. And that's another topic for another day. But sometimes we open doors in our life and we wonder why things don't go the way that we um, plan them to go. So just ask God to close the doors that you might have opened aware and unaware so that, you know, you can move on and be free in your life. You wonder why you're feeling bound and chained and you can't move on to different parts of um, your ministry and things like that. Ask God to close those doors. So I, I understood that I had you know, open some doors, and this is, I'm going to be like, just very transparent, um, as far as, uh, some, like, tickets that I got, uh, just like parking tickets, and just let them get out of hand, and, and so that was the door that I opened, and I needed to close that door, that's, that's one, one particular example, so I had to, you know, pay off the tickets or whatever, and then ask God to close the door, I don't want that door to be open again, God help me be responsible when I get mail and open it and pay the tickets. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so that's just uh, that's just one example of a door. There's so many more doors that I can really go into and, and, and talk about. Um, but you understand what I'm saying. Ask God to close the doors. Um, so I'm taking them with me everywhere I go. So one time, one uh, moment that I take him with me is early in the morning. Um, another time that I take him with me is when I'm driving. Um, a lot of times when I'm driving, and that's also when I do some of my YouTube videos because... When I'm driving, my kids are the calmest. They're relaxing. They're looking out the window. They're playing with their little toys. Um, and so it's my time. So sometimes if they are fussy, I may put on a little Netflix show or something for them to keep them calm while and keep them, you know, uh, uh, maintained or keep them busy while I'm driving. But other times I may just, um, you know, but eventually they'll go to sleep, especially if we're taking a longer drive, like from my house to my mom's house or to the mall or wherever we go. Um, I would put on my worship music and that's my time to really, you know, pray and, and, you know, worship God. So you take them with you wherever you go. Um, I, I am a big music worshiper and there are certain songs that'll just take me right in. Um, whether I, I'm singing the songs and humming around the house or I hear certain songs. Um, yeah, but there are certain songs that just take me right in. So yeah, make sure that you know, you are taking him with you wherever you go. And this is another way that I maintain my virtue. Um, and I'm not lost in the day. I'm not lost in the task that I'm completing. I could be in the supermarket and I see something that maybe remind me of a message and I'm praising God. Um, there are little things that happen throughout the day that really remind us of different things in our life and how God brought us over. Um, I on Thursday my mom and my children were in a car accident this Thursday this Thursday today's date is August what is today's date August Monday August 26 when I'm recording this um show and my mom was in a car accident last week Thursday August 22nd my brother called me and um 
told me that she had gotten to it. She had an asthma attack and she couldn't, you know, couldn't breathe enough to really control the car. So she just went into a parked car to save herself and the kids. I just want to say thank you, God. My kids walked out without a scratch. My mom is okay. And it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I've heard worse this same week that people were in car accidents with their children and their children are now not alive. I give God praise. I take him with me wherever I go in the car. Pray before you get in the car. Pray before you drive. And my mom is very big about that, praying before she drives. She does not drive off unless she prayed. When I was younger, I grew up with her having us taking turns and praying before we pulled off. And this is why God covers because of the prayer of the righteous. Take God with you wherever you go. You never know what's happening. You never know what danger is lurking around you. Take him wherever you go. Before you leave your house, pray. Before you walk out the door, pray. Before you go to the train station, pray. While you're in the train station, pray. While you're on the train, pray. There's so many dangers around us. Um, There's so many principalities around us that we really have to make sure that if we're not in prayer, that we we need to be in prayer, first of all, because we need to have eyes um, that are discerning. We need to have a discerning spirit so that we know where where we're walking into. And God will speak to us. He'll speak to us in many different ways and let us know what we shouldn't be doing, which way we shouldn't go, which um, application to fill out, why why to leave this application alone, which bank to join. Why not? He will. He will. He will. If you seek him and you listen to him, he'll give you small signs and things like that. Don't wait for God to come out of the cloud and use his deep voice and speak to you. He speaks to you through songs. He speaks to you through your children. Oh, there was one time when my my husband, this is before Zion was even born, um, my son, he, he just out of nowhere, he just started telling my husband, obey, 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 obey. And... Because my husband is sensitive to the spirit. And so both of us are. Um, we just, you know, lifted our hands and said, I don't know, God, we don't know what we needed to obey. And then short, sooner than later, something came out and we realized what the the voice that God was using, the vessel that he used. So, you know, keep, keep, keep him in your business. Um, take him wherever you go. And yeah, that's how I maintain my virtue. I take him wherever I go. Here we go, and finally, self-care looks different for everybody. Now, um, maintaining my virtue, uh, those are all of the things that I do to maintain my spiritual virtue. Um, But as a person, as a woman, there are things that I need to, you know, to help me maintain my virtue. Like sometimes I may need five minutes of quiet just to reflect and think about the day. Um, I just may need to take a nap. Sometimes I'm so tired that I just need to go in in the bed and just take a nap. Like, just take a nap. Um, There's so many different things we can do, but you need to understand who you are and who you are as a person and what helps you. So some people are communal people and they're so communal that they need people around them all the time. And when they need these people, you know, they need people around them. So uh, self-care for them might be I'm going to brunch with somebody, going to the gym with somebody, going for coffee to Starbucks with somebody, take getting your computers and you going to sit at a cafe with somebody else. 
So if you're a communal person, you need that for your self-care. Um, if you're more of an introvert and a loner, you may go get a mani-pedi. And that's your time for self-care. That's me. Um, there was a time in my life where I would go get my nails done once a week, my nails and my toes, just because that was a time that I just had by myself and I just wanted to be away from everybody. And that's how I, you know, indulged in my self-care. Some people read a book, some people swim, some people walk, some people take a nap, some people have a massage, some people walk their dogs, some people like to be with their dogs, animals. There's so many things that you can do for self-care. Again, it looks different for everybody. Everybody is not going to be the same. Um, But again, you need to know who you are as a person and know the things that you like to do for self-care. If you are a girly girl, things like manicures and maybe going out and buying a new pair of shoes, that might be the thing for you. For girls that maybe don't really like those things, they may like to go out and take a karate class, um, take up a new hobby, you know, something to keep their focus and their time. And, you know, that's why it's different for everybody, understanding who you are. And this is why we have to spend time knowing who we are. So that we understand that self-care for other people may not be what you like. But because you had that friend for so long, you've just been following them along, doing what they've been doing. No, understand who you are as a person. I think at a certain age, you kind of figured yourself out. Um, and some people are still figuring themselves out. They think they know who they are. But te- technically, hmm, they need to really do some more soul searching. Some people think they're nice and they're mean. <laughs> some people think they're mean and they're nice. Some people are always thinking about how they affect others or how they come up to others or how others view them. Um, At a certain point in your life, you know exactly who you are. You know um, what you like. You know the things that you don't like. So, yep, Uh, maintaining your your virtue, maintaining your self-care looks different for everybody. Know your niche. Understand who you are. And that is how you can participate in your own self-care being married to a pastor um yeah it may be reading your word so but don't forget to add us to uh your instagram at lady Tate evans facebook at pink pearls and curls youtube at pink pearls and curls we have a few forums that we're on go ahead and add us i hope you're enjoying our uh getting more personal about our lives we have one more episode but we'll see we may continue this because I feel like you guys really like this my ratings are really going up because you guys are kind of let me find out y'all nosy let me find out but I'm just joking um yeah you really like the episodes where I'm kind of like revealing and talking about my life so can't wait to talk to you again